All right. You want to start over again? Yeah, go ahead. Merry Christmas, Chris. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. So we botched the first. We fucked up is, the first. Yeah, this the is second, take the second, two. So we're yeah. pretending that Ex we're just meeting each other for the first time. Exactly. And mm -hmm. we're pretending to be spontaneous, but actually we just said we're just going to repeat what we just oh, said. But that's, that's the highest form of of artistic expression. Yes. If you do it repeatedly and still give off the impression that it's spontaneous. Right. Yeah. So which brings us to the matrix. Right. right? Yeah. Go ahead. Because because, well, I, I read your article in, uh, about the matrix and I thought it was pretty good. I had a slight disagreement with it. I, you said it was a movie and I, I thought it wasn't a movie. I thought it was a remix. Right. So 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 I, I just came up with this phrase uh, the, the Matrix is not a movie. It's a remix because I couldn't find any original elements within the film. But then it comments on it, you know, maybe the only original element would be that it claims to be a remix, <laughs> like it makes the claim that it's that it's that it's remixing itself, and so it's like the same movie all over again. Uh, I guess yeah, with with some you know variations of 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 you know the same kind of imagery, the same everything, right? Right. So, but have you seen? Have you seen the post-credit scene? Yes, you, I did. After after you mentioned that, right? So so, so they did, actually and that didn't shift your perspective on the movie. Well, it just made it, a, a, I guess, an ironic postmodern kind of commentary on itself. Sure, but I still couldn't find much originality in it. What I did like, I liked the acting. I liked I liked I like Keanu Reeves' sort of blasé, <laughs> depressed. You know, right. demeanor and and I like uh, you know I like I like the I like the two main actors. What's what's her name? Harry and Moss. Yes. Yeah, I, I like I like I like their acting, but as a movie. Well, I mean, you know what I liked is how little of a shit Lena Wachowski gives. You know, how uh, little of a what? How little uh, of a shit she gives? Oh. Yeah, because you know we know that she can create, you know, great action scenes and, you know, great plateaus, let's say. Yeah. But she didn't do that. And so I, I, I was asking myself, why didn't she do that? Why, why was the action so, you know, so, so forgettable? Well, it was just a copy of the first one, right? Yeah, but why just... did she do that? Um, yeah, well, I guess, I guess it, it was to say this is bullshit. Like, it was like, making a, a self-commentary on, on, on this is bullshit. And then, yeah, there's that scene where they're in the, uh, in the dojo with yes. Morpheus. And, and I think even, I think he even says, this is bullshit. That's me. And he also says, oh, this is bullshit. Right. Doesn't he say something about like, what, what is this? Come on, give me a break. And then they do their martial arts thing. Right. Uh, and he just goes boom, boom, boom. And, you know, um, a complete repetition of the first movie and then and then he does this kind of then he just explodes the whole scene right so okay let me ask what what is the matrix for you then like like if you had to describe it in like a couple of sentences what is what is what what does the matrix signify you know what was what was the original it's an impact? adolescent feeling how about that an adolescent feeling yeah it's like how how you felt in the 1990s, right? The society is so oppressive, right? And I'm gonna band together with my, you know, friends and we're gonna say, fuck you to society, you know, and we're gonna become, we're gonna break the matrix, right? We're gonna, we're gonna- That was, the, yeah, okay. But fuck that... society, right? So, so, so for me, I, it doesn't ever evolve beyond that. Oh, really? You never delved into the Derrida, Lacan, Simulacra, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, no, I know that there's all this, you know, I know that there's all this postmodern philosophy, but behind it, I know there's Baudrillard, Simulacrum, and all that. But, but I and and I and I think the first movie was great. You know, the way that Pink Floyd is great because it captures this adolescent feeling. The way it's it's like, uh, and and the the script of the first movie is is absolutely phenomenal. I've like gone through it. I've, I've taught it in, in my university classes. It's just a great script. Like there's great ideas in there, right? No, no. Of course, it is that. But the question is, is it more than that? 
Um, well, I don't think like well, what my point is that I don't think, you know, I don't think the film grows up. I don't think the matrix grows up. I don't think it, I think it remains in, uh, in this state of uh, permanent adolescence. But and I think Wachowski's so whole thing, you know, at the end when they, they do the same thing all over again, they say, fuck you to the psychiatrist. They say, fuck you to dad. And they fly off into the stratosphere. You're they talking about down the to earth. Part, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In the last, in the, you know, which is the same as the first basically, but, but they don't, they don't come down to earth, right? They, they fly off into the stratosphere. So it's, again, it's so, but more. Let's stay with the concept of the matrix. Okay. You know, so you say it's an adolescent feeling. Yeah. That's the matrix. Yeah, yeah. So that's it's okay. this rebellion against, you know, mom and dad. Right. So I have a different approach to this. My yeah. approach to this is that you have the biosphere, which is, you know, the deranged and, and destroyed natural environment of the first mm -hmm. movie, mm -hmm. you know, where also where the, the you know the people are plugged in as batteries. And then you have like the sociosphere, you know, all the narratives that we are embedded in. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the matrix. And then yeah. you have the new sphere, you know, that, you know, which you can attain if you grow beyond, let's say, postmodern uh, uh, relative, relativistic narration. And so you, you, you are in this new sphere and you can see how all these narratives and symbols and stories create the, your everyday life. And in a way that happens, I, I don't know if that necessarily happens if you come into adulthood, but you certainly uh, uh, experience that when you come into second tier or like autonomous consciousness or, or integral consciousness as, as we're- Yeah, you see through the narratives. Um, yeah. And so it's, it's more than just a feeling. It's just, you know, you grow beyond your social, of the realm of the social conditioned, uh, you know, area of experience. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, that's good, and it's also a good commentary on on depression, right? Um, it's it, you, you mentioned the sociological aspect, I was thinking of the psychological aspect. Uh, you know, in the first film, Neo, he's 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 kind of like he's, the world is dep a depressed place for him, right? So, so he has to break through that in the desert of then he finds that you know, the desert of the real, right. Uh, and and the the desert of the real is this destroyed landscape, and and you could call it the biosphere, but you could also call it the psychological landscape, you know, of nihilism. Um, yeah, but that wouldn't make con con sense in the context of the movie. What do you mean? Why not? And then and then and then of course then he has to he has to go through his depression, right? And he has to he has to find his little tribe, and he has to learn some cool uh, martial arts moves and then he becomes empowered so now he can finally you know now he's not controlled by the matrix he finally has agency right that's i mean that's the that's the arc you know of of breaking through this this you know what i would say was kind of adolescent sort of depression or, or young adult depression or no I, I don't i don't doubt that you know the movie you know taps into some you know existential angst from the 90s you know and the Rage Against the Machine, we break out, you know, the, you know, there's a companion movie, I think it's called Office, Office Space from that, actually from mm. that year. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird movie because it basically, you know, shows what happens to Neo if he would take the blue pill, you know, and, but that wasn't the intention of the movie. It's just like as a cultural, you know, phenomenon, there were like these two movies and yeah. an office space was, you know, a movie, you know, where, you know, the same, um, you know, the same dynamics worked, but he was blue pilled in that in that in that movie. You know, have you seen that movie? No, I haven't. No, well, that's interesting. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the red pill and the blue pill is like the difference between kind of. You could look at it on all kinds of levels. It's it's conservatism versus liberalism. You know. It's, uh, um, but, but yeah, the, the, the red pill is a revolutionary. Why is that? No, Andrew, why, why is red pill being red pilled and conservatism? Where do you see that difference? I like the well, connection. Because, 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 because if you take the blue pill, you work with the matrix you're in. Right. Uh, and, 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 you know, which is tradition, family, religion, whatever, you know, the way things are, you go to church, you pay your taxes, as, as Morpheus says. 
right? You, you, but that would you, be conservative. That's the conservative blue pill, yeah. Whereas no, the, red... the, the, the conservatives are, are, are red, aren't they? In well, the that, that's 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 the upside down switch in the culture where the conservatives have become red, but traditionally conservatives are blue. Like in you know, the culture, like in Canada, the, the conservatives are blue, and and in, you know, in Britain, the conservatives are blue. They've only become red through Trump, you know, and that's that's because that's this, that's this inversion of the matrix, right? The Trump, the Trump revolution, right, is the inversion of the matrix, right? Because it's it's when red becomes blue or something like that. You know, I, I, I've just listened, you know, to go on the tangent here. Maybe you have seen this too, but there was like, there's this great guy. He, he, uh, he makes this What is Politics podcast. Have you seen that? No. Uh, and he talks about what red and blue and red, left and right actually means. Because, you know, so he plowed through all of these books and, you know, talking about, you know, red ideology and conservative and liberal and progressive. And in, in most of these books, there's no definition of what red and, and blue actually means. And so he offers, you know, he goes back to, you know, the, the founding of the French Republic when the king... Uh, was still, you know, holding, uh, presiding over the Congress in France and Paris. And so there were like the right, red people, you know, to his right, yeah. who, uh, who wanted to keep the tradition and who wanted to keep hierarchy. While as uh, to the left side of the king, they were like sitting the, you know, the, 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 the people who wanted equality. And so yeah. he's, he, the guy says, you know, and I found that very interesting that he said that, um, Oh, so that's the, the original. The left-right left, uh, uh, duality is not about state versus market or something, because you know both left and right access market and use market now to their forces. But the main, mm. the main difference is that the leftist, the, the true leftist, you know, or the anarchic people, they want equality, whereas the right ones, the the conservative, the red red guys they want traditional hierarchy mm -hmm. and so and i found that very in instructive because you can have for example uh, a leftist system like the soviet union but it, it has still uh it still has capitalism yeah it's it still mm -hmm. like uh, hierarchical structures like with, with stalin right yeah. and so that was the reason why that system and and fa fascism like kind of looked the same although being at the different ends of the spectrum and so i found that very instructive that you know, you have like this, you know, you have equality on the one side, uh, hierarchy on the other side. And so there's a constant debate about these two. And I found that very interesting in terms of, you know, COVID. And, you know, I'm going on the tangent here, but, but because you said you brought it up like progressive and red states and conservatives mm. and, and all of that, because, you know, the left leftists have, have go like to the right now where they want to that what this the state to enforce certain rules and to keep some hierarchy and to you know and and let a very small amount of people decide what the state is is going to do you know whereas when the matrix film came out it was sort of the opposite i remember leftists in the 90s were very living let live they were very yeah, they were more libertarian rather than authoritarian um, whereas the left, the left became progressively authoritarian. Um, yes, that's the case. I, I, I seem to remember that Clinton was anti anti marriage, like Bill Clinton, anti gay marriage, and he was a war hawk, you know. And then he had like all these, you know, these other things. You know, it's like he was. Yeah, but he was a centrist. He wasn't really. He was oh, right. a leftist. Okay. Clinton mm. wasn't a leftist. He was. He was about as. Republican as a Democrat could be, you know. All right. Okay. There's no leftist in him really in Clinton. I, I don't think. I think he was very in the center. But um, but and there wasn't a Bernie Sanders at that time, right? Right. There, there there wasn't a powerful left movement in the United States except underground. Right. So it was kind of an underground thing. That's why the Matrix movie has this underground flavor to it. The, the first one. Yeah, I mean, um, it's like that. There's no accident that they use a uh, uh, Rage Against the Machine as the as the end song of the first title because it's yeah, like, yeah, mm. yeah. But, well, you know, I, I was thinking about the '90s and th their sort of Generation X and all this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, and what that generation, what that gen that that generation, and then I was thinking of this whole trans thing and binaries, and because at that point it seemed like in the in the, it seemed like in the '90s. Um, 
it was like today, except without the political correctness or something. It was like all all the radicalism of today that but hadn't that hadn't become politicized yet. Yeah. Yeah, um, it wasn't there. The internet was just an infancy. So 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 you know the trans thing was there. All these things were there. Uh, you know, all these things were sort of like, you know, the the whole thing. The Pandora's box was open, but it hadn't become it hadn't become corporate. It hadn't become <laughs> Oh, sorry, I've it hadn't it. been. It hadn't become so extremely corporate and, yeah. and so ex extremely um, formulaic that it has today. That you know, so that a, the Matrix movie was quite inventive. All you know, all the all the you know the imagery and the and the, the stuff and the stylized quality of it. Even though it's a little wooden, it's a little bit cartoonish. It doesn't have like great thespian acting in it or anything it's just kind of like a cartoon of whoa you know. whoa but 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 <laughs> but, but the, the the but the now the matrix is, is the major these movies are entirely formulaic and the only radical thing you could do is say hey we're being formulaic here but to be self-conscious about the fact you're being form formulaic yeah i think we're getting somewhere because you know again Going back to the to the after credit scene, and so what what the character, this Matrix game development sa says is that movies are dead, that narrative is dead, and the only thing left is uh, you know to trigger neural uh, uh, responses, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so and so that's what the original Matrix movie is now for us. You know, while I was writing the article, I was thinking about you and you, you know what you said about. Uh, McLuhan and hot and cold because you know in the 90s the movie was very hot and it meant something to us but now it's it's just a you know a faint memory you know yeah. and and my feeling was that what you know uh that what the, the director was like trying to do is to rub our nose into the fact that we commodify everything and you know that you know what what is left is is um you know just YouTube clips, you know, just a product. The, even the rabbit hole, Alice's rabbit hole, it's it's completely boring because that montage in the middle of the movie, yeah, that was completely like that. There was something off kilter. I don't know if you if you if you saw that, you know, why why would she present that scene, that music, that you know, montage in that way, other than to highlight the fact that we've we've been there, we've done that. Why why should we do this again? uh-huh yeah yeah so so yeah so i Wasn't guess the, what impression? i'm sitting with is like okay is is this question of you know what's so radical about a commentary about a commentary another meta commentary about a you know what's where's the radicality in that i mean another commentary about about the commodification um another commentary saying okay you know um okay i have a metaphor for you so the metaphor is you, you, you do a meditation, right? And you're all embroiled in your daily bullshit. You know, you have to pay bills and you have to buy some stuff for the kids. And, you know, you have to do A, B, C, D, E. And you're like, you're in, in that thing. And you, you just try to, you know, try to get a grip on that and disconnect, make, make your meditation and, you know, create some awareness. And then, you know, you dis disconnect with all of this, you know, you mm -hmm. dis disentangle, then you're free. And then you can yeah. actually go back and deal with the problems at hand, like in a way more profound or, you know, effectful, um, you know, e efficient way. But, you know, you, you will have the same problem tomorrow. And so yeah. you don't ask yourself, oh, yeah, shit, I've done that. Now you just keep going like, back into the matrix. You mean you just continually no, going back it's into it's the it's matrix, going back into a mechanical state. And then you go, you, you meditate and you get a little bit of, you know, distance from that, and 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 then and then you keep going back. Like it, it keeps contract. You keep you have this opening, and then it contracts and opening. Yeah, and no, yeah, it's a, it's a tug of war. It's yeah. a tug of war between the sacred and the profane, or, or the or being opacity, the opacity, and then the transparency, and, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so right. you, you you have to have daily routines, and you have to have meditation, and the one contracts, and the one other one opens, and so it's like, but you can't have just one, and you have to go out. And you have to go in, you know what I mean? And so yes. that's our that's our daily life. And so that's, you know, okay. So at the end of the movie, uh, Trinity says, yeah, let's try again, you know? 
so after after she kicked the you know the the analyst uh, in the head and dis disconnected his jaw whatever happened there but the point is she said yeah okay now we're here we're free let's try again let's create something new and i found that was kind of resonant to what i have experienced in meditation because you know i disconnect and then i go back and deal with my daily bullshit and then if i'm too entangled i i, I step out again i have a meditation and so on and so forth but i'm not you know it's like i'm not bothered by by that by the by the repetition of that tug of war, you know? Yeah, so it was a commentary on repetition or, or something that, that uh, you keep coming back to the same place over and over again. Yeah, because you have and, to. And so, so I guess it's not linear, like the first movie has this linear thing where you, you break out of the matrix or something. Right. But, but this is more like, okay, here we are at this place again. You know, we'll go back into the matrix and play the whole game again, and then we're just going to come back. We keep coming back. You know, to use a sexual mm -hmm. metaphor, you can't just go in. <laughs> yes. You have to go out. And then yeah, you have right. to go in. And then you have to go out. And the whole process is But fun. but what about the attention uh that's behind the going in and the going out? Like the uh so so you know it's like Gertchef Gertchef he he used to uh, I was researching a little bit about Gertchef and alcohol. Right. Uh, so he'd get everybody, um, all of his students very drunk and he would stay, he would, you know, he'd drink way, he'd out drink, they'd all be falling over. He'd still remain conscious. Right. You know, um, you know, during the whole, uh, he called it conscious drinking or you, first you have this like elation. Right. And then, and then you kind of diffuse and you lose your consciousness and then you get kind of stupid and then, you, you know, uh, um, uh, and then I don't know. And then you maybe you have another stage. Um, but 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 remaining conscious during during right. that whole process was 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 kind of the point of his his, uh, his getting his students to do to, to do conscious drinking. Right. Um, so again, I, I think what I what I what I what I'm feeling about the Matrix movie is yes, it goes it goes it does the oscillation right. It describes the oscillation. Right. But it doesn't go the next step. No, because there is no next step. The next step is when it was when the meditation takes place in the in and the out, not just not going back and forth between the in and the out. But we already had that. So there's the a third process. element. There's a third um, dynamic element. Yeah, but rather then we than already just had in and that out. in the third part, no? I don't know. I actually, I, I tried to watch the, the, the I, I, I don't know the whole arc of the series because I found the second and the third unwatchable. I tried to watch them again, but but I couldn't. Right. So, so what happens in the third? Like, like, what what happens in the next two movie, movies? No, well, well, you know, it's it's exactly what you said. You know, you have to not only integrate it, but it's like he was he was able. He normally in the first part he had like this power in the matrix, right? And he could yeah. bend things. And so, uh, uh, you know, in the second and especially the third part, he was able to control, you know, the biosphere or like the the machine world, let's say with his powers uh -huh. and so and so they, 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 there you have that element and you have so to he see, tames the machine aspect yeah no mm. he's not really yeah but the point really is that the and i found that very interesting that the fourth movie uses the color palette of the end of the third movie and so because like the first three movies were like mostly greenish blackish but then the new iteration of the matrix started and was all in this bright colors exactly the same colors that were employed in the first and the fourth part and so oh. there was like this natural uh progression of matrixes and that was even debated in the second and third part that you know the merovingian he was he was like uh, the one but like 25 iterations before something like that and yeah. so you had like this ongoing circle the eternal return of the of the same and 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 that's why you can't escape you can't escape life and you can't escape, you know. Yeah. So, so the dualism was overcome in a way. Uh, in, in the, in the, the idea was like, the, you know, the first movie is just a, a sort of a, a martial arts version of the platonic myth, right? There's right. you're inside the cave and outside the cave, right? Right. But then I guess the more profound meaning would be when the inside and the outside you know, are revealed to be an illusion and, and the boundary between the two um, 
is where the um, where the interest is, where the dynamic quality is. Yeah. Does that make I mean, sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact that we are, you know, devoting so much time to a movie that's, you know, uh, it's 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 amazing to me. But because why is that? You know, like why 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 are we talking about this? You know, because there's something true to the whole thing, something true to our existence. You know, it's something. You know, it describes it. It, it enlightens something. You know. Existence. Well, the truth is is a scary truth that, that most of what we do is mechanical, right? I, again, Gurdjieff called us machine man, and we're caught caught in this in this mechanism. Right. We're caught, we're caught in this me mechanical uh, behavior, or maybe field of habits. Right. Um, uh, not just have our own habitual psychology, but the entire field of habitual. Um, you know, a habitual reaction, and we have this illusion of free will while we're going through this. Uh, you know, uh, well, well, when we're actually stuck in a, in a matrix, uh -huh. and then and then the idea of, of 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 there being maybe a glitch in the matrix, or 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 a sort of an ability to be creative within that, and then and then and then a, then a possibility. Uh -huh. Which is, of course, symbolized, as you said in your in your article, by by the union of the masculine and the feminine. Right. Um, um, that's that's where the the power the power comes in the dynamic power um, to shape reality. Yeah. To create reality. I mean, we're all embedded in collective archetypes. You know, you can't you can't change that. You know, it's like we are. That's, yeah, but you can see the transparency of it, right? Yeah, yeah, but, that, yeah, mm -hmm. but yeah, you can, but that doesn't change the, it doesn't change a thing. When you're falling in love, and let's say Amor is hitting you, you know, uh, with his bow and arrow, you can't do anything about it. You know, it just happens to you. And yeah, but you can bring awareness to to that process. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, sure. That's what that, that's happens. what the that's what the contemplative path is about is to bring awareness to that process, not to not to, not to change it. And when you bring awareness to that process. It becomes uh, it becomes transparent. So <laughs> you that, still don't that, like Matrix Four with that speech, because that's um, what, what the fourth movie is about. About it becoming transparent. Yeah, I, no, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. I didn't say I didn't really. I wasn't sure that what I said was it as a movie, right? Right. As a piece of art, I, I don't know if it works. As a piece of social commentary, maybe it works. You know, as a piece of kind of pop no, I would psychology say existential, existential commentary as as an existentiality um yeah there's something about it that you know that that's right except my problem with is that they fly off into space at the end so that it's 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 all vertical you know it's all about flying off into space um so i guess the next move would be have they'd have to come down again and integrate and kind of make the world which is just an ugly kind of horrible place of full of machines and, and laboratories where people are trying to grow strawberries or they would have to bring some light into that world but they what don't do you mean they so you you mean that 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 it would have been a better ending if she got pregnant or what uh if she got yeah maybe or maybe that would be the next step right right you know you know they they, they ascend but then they have to come back down in, into the they ascend in the dream so they're still in the dream Ascending right. in the dream, as dream lovers, and, and da, 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 but they have to they have to come back into the body, into the world, into the, you know. Yeah, but and, again, it's uh, like you have to deal after the meditation. You have to deal with your bank account, you know, or with your with your bills. It's like yeah, it's like yeah. you can't. Well, this is my critique: is, is 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 you get high on the on the kind of on the high. It's a high, right? It's still LSD. What is LSD? Um, you know, it's still getting high, getting up into right. the, into the into going into the rabbit hole. And Are you like you out. don't like the the? No, no, I I like that. I, that's fine. It's it's just adolescent. It doesn't like like you're still in. You're still it's still a passive process in that sense because because it's 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 just a, it's still the the dream matrix and da 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 da. da. But but uh, well, I, well, I was just reading something from Chogum Trumpy. He was talking about the difference between drugs that where you get get high and then drugs that where you where you go, come down. And you know, right. alcohol is the drug where you come down, right? And you have a right. hang, you come down to the earth. Earth, it's the low de vie. You come down into the, you know. But I but I feel there's something about the spirit of the matrix that's still about adolescent escape. 
escapism. Yeah, well, an, an alternative interpretation of that flying away would be that you need a, a Petersonian goal, the phallic goal, you know, to shape, you know, in order to shape the matrix. And mm -hmm. that, that was my uh, interpretation, you know, that they need a goal, you know, and they want to try it again to make it a better place. You know, because you need a goal, you need a vision, you need a you need something which is up there. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but I say that that aspect is there, but then the down here aspect isn't isn't is is still. Um, it's just like the worlds, you know. It, it's still the virtual world in that film is still more attractive than the actual world, right? So so uh, so so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe there's a realism I mean, just, in that. You know, just you know, for comparison, again, it's like I, I, I watch, I watch, I'm watching so many movies. I just watched, you know, uh, Don't Look Up with Leonardo DiCaprio, and it's, it's it's a good, fine movie. It's a farce, you know, but it doesn't it doesn't entice me. It doesn't it doesn't elicit any way of okay. I have to you know, I have to grapple with this. I have to understand what it wants to say. I, you know, it's just, I maybe I learn something from it. I don't have that feeling, you know, with a lot of I mean, of it's movies. kind of boring realism about everyday life. Yeah, no, most, no transcendental most movies aspect. are like this. You yeah, know? yeah, it's like I seen, seen this before a thousand times, you know, the movie with a thousand faces, you know, it's yeah. like it's all the same. And then all every once in a while, you know, a movie comes along, you know, because and that again, it's like what I said about Lana Wachowski not giving a shit. You know, she knows that everybody is expecting, you know, huge fight sequences and deep philosophy, and she just doesn't do it. You know. Well, maybe but, she's incapable of doing it. I would. How, why would that be a? Why would you? Why would you praise her for it? Because all her other movies are big and, you know, and uh, boasting of of you know imagery and. You know, yeah. and and action, and and you know, he, she knows how to do this. Why, why, why didn't she do this? It would have been so easy for her, you know. Just but maybe she was sort of saying, "Screw you" to Warner Brothers, who are forcing her to make this movie that she didn't really want to make, because um, she wanted to do her Sense Eight thing and continue on with that, and that got shut down. Right. I don't know. Yeah, well, but even if you if you forced, I mean, she wasn't forced to do that movie, and even if she would no, but but she was, but 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 didn't, isn't that what got her to do it? Either we're going to do it with you or without you, or isn't that what sort of motivated her to do it again? I think you know, I think the analyst says that no to to Neo in in, in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought that was a commentary about reality. I thought that actually, um, I read somewhere that that was actually the case that. They said we're going to do this. We 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 can do this, but you know you, you can do it with us, or you know we're going to do it. We we have the rights now to do it on our own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, you know, she created that thing. She could have created it differently, and mm -hmm. so the, you know, and so like, and just in comparison to other movies, I I think it's still thought provoking, and I rather would see a movie like this than you know hundreds of other movies, you mm -hmm. know, because it it still has the ability to. You know, yeah, warp my perspective on things, and I think that's everything I want. I, I would, you know, I want to expect of a of a movie like The Matrix. Yeah, Even no, I, I'm. I, you're 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 maybe warming me up to to the movie again. Um, <laughs> maybe mm. maybe you're winning me over. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I actually saw it the first time I saw it in in French, and I thought this is. I saw a, a, a voiceover French version in the cinema. I didn't oh, really? know it wasn't a version original, and I saw it. And I thought, "This is this is crap." And then I went back and I watched it again, yeah, uh, uh, in English, right? And I and I liked it more. And now right. now that you're talking, so maybe it is the kind of film that grows on you. Maybe maybe, or maybe it is going to be one of the, you know, maybe the first film was the red pill, and the rest of the films are blue pills. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's so for me, it's always a super strange to you know. In terms of you know previous uh, uh, reviews and contemporary previews, you know, so like, if you mm -hmm. read like the, the first reviews for let's say the Abbey Road album from the Beatles, it was not well received, you know, and it took it took like twenty years till you know the general consensus was that it's one of the greatest Beatles albums ever, 
you know right. and yeah, so sure. that that happens a lot with art you know it's it like does that, yeah and and i you know i i would say and the, the kind of art that that uh that actually does endure usually is something that's a bit off exactly uh at, at the time that it comes out it's like what are they doing here we don't it's kind of off it's not exactly you know, it's not right that, that's that's my the, yeah. yeah that's so a good piece of art does have to be a bit asymmetrical or a bit off or a bit uh, yeah wrong. asymmetrical is a great word for that it has it has to be a little bit off uh, kilter asymmetrical to you know to engage us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wouldn't you you know it's like I, and i think she knows that there are uh, the, uh, lana wachowski i think she knows that yeah 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 maybe yeah maybe there's an intelligence there uh, at work I guess it's a question of, you know, is there something intelligent going on here? Is there intelligence in this film or is it just, um, uh, is it just a, uh, a repetition? Mm, it's a good question because, you know, what, what's the name of the blue haired girl in the movie? Bugs or something like this? Yeah, Bugs. Yeah. She was, she was, you know, basically the main character, not only in terms of storyline, but in the term of how she is put into scene, because she was everything you would expect Neo should be in that movie or Trinity. You know, if you, if you know, yeah. it's, it's a, such a strong, vibrant, uh, amazing character, you know, completely alive. Um, Whereas they're kind of dead, aren't they? they exactly. They just, they're like zombies, those two. Uh, exactly. E- you know, even when they're doing martial arts, it's like blasé or... Yeah, yeah, as, as if they were, were self-simulacros, like imitation yeah. of what was before. They were imitations of themselves. I mean, I guess that was the point, right? Right. And there's also kind of interesting commentary on middle age there, right? It's like, or or uh, about age. It's like... It's like there's some realism to that, right? This is right. what happens: is, is you're not you're not you're not inspired by the same things as you were when you were younger, and, and the world kind of starts to look gray, and you know, and you have to find a way to to reboot yourself, right? right. <laughs> um, I, yeah, and that's what they do, I guess, by re- finding each other again. Or, um, I mean, Andrew, I know that this topic is, you know, also close to your heart, but, you know, the, the question, you know, that I was asking myself is that, uh, you know, okay, so are we copies of ourselves, you know, and when are we not, you know, when do we repeat our behaviors and, you know, our way of thinking and that was the thing we're doing and where yeah. are the cracks through which the novelty can shine through? Can shine through, yeah. You know, it's like, when, when, are, when are you completely new? When can you be completely new? Oh, I myself, you know, it's just like, oh, am I just repeating? Am I a simulacra of, of what I thought I will be or wasn't ever be? You know, you know what I'm saying? What I'm getting? Yeah, at? you have to kind of shake up the matrix or you have to go out of the box or you have to, you know, you have to do things that, 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 that will, you have to turn your life upside down a little bit so that you don't become this repeating, uh, uh, this repetition. Right. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I'll, but you also have to have enough repetition that your life is stable enough that you can handle novelty. So right. it's, it's a sort of, a, it's a trade-off, right? Exactly. Again, this tug of war we were talking yeah, about earlier, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's a trade-off between, let's say, novelty and repetition or yeah, yeah. Um, the gestalt or, or the, the infinite now and, and let's say the, the daily practice or the daily routine. Right. And so, you know, it's like talking about dialogues. I mean, we're, we're both doing podcasts. For me, I'm coming alive in, you know, when there's novelty in the conversation. Mm-hmm, exactly. You know, yeah. and that's why, I, again, coming back, that's why I like Matrix 4, because it was not him alone or her alone. It was them together at the yeah. end of the movie, you yeah. know? Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know. It's well, just, there's, this whole, there's this whole this whole thing. There's this whole thing about the feminine becoming into ascendancy and, and that and that that kind of thing, right? Because because she's the one that flies and just pulls him along, right? So so uh, so so, and also you know I'm wondering about you know, is this anti-phallus or anti-male or 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 is it or is it a cooperation between the male and the feminine as 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 fully equal? Yeah. Um, the culture war is is often very anti-male 
Um, and so I was looking for that in the film and, and it was there to a certain extent because it's, it's just uh, omnipresent in the culture. I mean, you know, the yeah. bad guy, white males were, were, were all over the place, but you know, the therapist and the, and the, um, but on the other hand, uh, but on the other hand, uh, uh, uh yes, the, the, the female coming into its own and, and that kind of thing, or I guess the reversal of gender is, is part of it too. Right. Yeah. Because he, he Neo is sort of the helpless one in this film, and she's like the hero, right? It's like it's like the, it's it's a, it's a gender it's a gender reversal. It's true, you know. She carries him. She's she she's she's the real badass, and and um, and he. It was the same in the Star Wars movie, right? Luke Skywalker is kind of this old washed out dude, and and um, and the the feminine uh, or the feminine is winning. The feminine is is. Is in ascendance. The feminine is the one that carries the. Yes. Yes. I mean, at least the, she didn't shoot him down. She carries him. But, but, uh, but anyway, I think that's kind of like says something about the times we're living in. It's true. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting what you say because, uh, like, when was there ever like a big baddie, like a like a like a female heavy, you know? Female baddie, like why? Well, I mean, there's been lots of like, big nurse or something. Or... Yeah, the big nurse. Yeah, yeah, that's from from one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, no? yeah. She was an evil bitch. Yeah, yeah. But it's hard to have. Yeah, that. I mean, we don't. We're more Misery, fond, let's mm -hmm. say, of, of 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 the therapist being the evil guy. Or yeah, the, mm -hmm, yeah, yeah. At the at the moment. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, but yeah, but uh, it didn't it didn't bother me. You know, this role reversal you were talking about. You know? No, I mean I don't want to. I actually be... like Trinity. You know, she's. I think she's amazing. Yeah, Trinity you know? was great. She's well, she, yeah, she sort of had a dignified aspect to her, right? It wasn't. Uh, uh, she wasn't a um, a castrating bitch. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, yeah. she, she, she was, she was, she had a dignified quality, quality to her. So I like that as her, as a feminine archetype, even though there, there's still, it's still a feminine archetype that rides a motorcycle that's taking on, has short hair that, you know, is taking on all the masculine uh, uh, um, roles. Um, she still had a powerful, she still has a powerful femininity to her. So No, I think like that's, I mean that's the whole the, thing about. I, trans I, I don't know if it's no. the actress or if it's the role or both of them, but I think as a, as a gestalt, as a form, it's one of the few that embodies like as a as a woman, like a like a well-rounded uh, personality. We have where you have every aspect. You know, you have the the masculine, the feminine, the sexy, the wise. You have everything: the strength, you know, the softness, and you have like this. You know, it's not a Julia Roberts kind of woman. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it's a, it's complete. You don't find these kinds of women like very often in in, in, in movies or television. This well-rounded, you know, it's like I. Think and she's not a super masculine woman. She does no. have a feminine quality to her as well. She's not. She's not like uh, you know all hardcore and like assertive and and uh, she's, she's able to be tender and all that as well. So it's so, well yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, that's that true. That's interesting. And so, interesting and so, so, well, I mean, I guess this is the trans thing is it's like unifying the male and the female. I mean, that's that's what Wachowski is, is, is you know, does quite literally in her in her. I mean, that's her, what she's all about, isn't isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, well, within yeah. the person. Right. But yeah, besides the, uh, you know, the issues with, with the problem, you know, the problematics with the trans If you if you uh, understand the trends like this, I completely agree. Yes, mm -hmm. because uh, you know I know as I know in in uh, uh, the, the, they say in in, um, in the, the tantric yoga yoga that the, the masculine and the feminine have to be fully present in one person. Yeah. Right, and that's that's uh, that's you know, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean this kind of bland sexless thing right that's the that's the difficult because we don't want bland androgyny everywhere yeah 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 you want a full-on masculine and we want a full-on feminine yeah you know but if that can be present in one person that's kind of that's like the transcendental state in a way do you think um, that was the reason why neo had i mean like long hair because to a high of course he had long hair and and he, she had she had short hair and he was he was sort of the passive one The passive one and, and she was the act you know in a way she 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 was the one who was flying this time yeah she was she was the phallic one and he was the he was the big 
vagina. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> In a way. Mm. I you mean, know, like, the softy, like, even the way he kind of he's softy about everybody. He never says anything when the guy comes in to irritate him. When he goes into the cafe, he's all he's he, he's he's just a, a sort of passive softy. You know, you know, maybe you have an answer for this. So how did they do this with his hair? You know, because hair? yeah, because like there were like uh, there were scenes where he had long hair, and then there were scenes where we where where, where, the, where he had short hair, right? And so the logic would be okay. They filmed the scenes with the long hair first, and then they cut it down, and then they filmed it with the short hair. But you know, he has still that long hair that needs at least three years to grow back in order to go to Colbert or to you know talk show to talk about Matrix Four. So. How did they do that? Is that how did they generated? do that? I don't know. Maybe they just maybe they just cut off his hair using special effects, or 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 maybe they, he put his hair up in a bun or something, or who knows? God, yeah, because it looked very shaven when he, you know, left the the battery ports, you know, when oh when, right, yeah, hmm. yeah, it looked yeah, maybe it looked they like, did film it afterwards. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, but if if they did. How did it grow back so fast that he can now have again long hair? Because the production was not three years ago. So that you know, it's a silly thought, but I don't know. They can they do did. anything. I mean, how many of those? Actually, I saw something a YouTube video, and many of the scenes were just you know um, fake, right? Just computer-generated scenes because they can they can they can make uh, Trinity and Neo look almost exactly like a human using computers now, right? Right. So 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 uh, you know. Um, they can do practically anything. Right. Can create any illusion these days with, with. Um, yeah, yeah. No, CGT but what I think, what you say about you know trends is, is you know I think both, you know, for, in, in, with different polarity, they're both like well-rounded, you know, marriages of of female and masculine versions, you know. Yeah, I think that, yeah. that's what makes her so interesting to me. So they're know? both individuals. They're not. Yeah. They're not fully uh, bound to their their. Let's say, uh, polarized gender. You know, it's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger versus Marilyn Monroe. No, exactly. <laughs> it's right. Two fully. It's like these two people have both strong feminine and masculine qualities. So they're both sort of individualized in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because like bugs. You know the blue-haired girl. She yeah. she wasn't that realized as a person yet. You know that you know if you compare her to Trinity, like Trinity is well well more rounded as a personality. I don't sure, know. because she's a she's a mature woman. Where this this girl is just a hot sort of piece nubile, of ass. badass. <laughs> A piece of ass. <laughs> Let's objectify her. Yeah, no, well, actually, the thing I, I was thinking about the trans issue, and, and I think the, the thing, the problem with all that is, is literalism, right? Um, uh, there, there is something powerful about, about, you know, trans sexual spirituality, right? But on the other hand, when you take it in a, in a, in a literal material way and you get involved in the surgeries, um, and all that. Oh, right. I mean, I'm not. Yes. I'm not saying I'm for or against it or anything. Uh, it. It just. It's. It's a literalism. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's like the idea that Jesus actually walked over water. Mm -hmm, exactly. Instead, instead of yeah. using it as a metaphor for something else. Like you don't have to cut your tits off. Well, whoa, whoa, slow, Andrew. Slow. <laughs> 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 or your dick or whatever i mean you know you know yes. you know you can you can you can you can experience gender fluidity in in other ways right if, you, if that's what you need to do if that's what no i mean that that even hemingway experimented with these kinds of things is like fairly yeah, interesting you know of so. course because he was so hyper masculine that he had yeah. to kind of he had, his, his fantasy of, of that would have to be the opposite wouldn't yeah it? yeah yeah you know, but it's it's so interesting because, you know, I th I think we we select people, you know, who who are that embodied, you know, like trinities. Like when you see somebody like this in real life, you know, you you don't forget those people, you know, because it's 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 something that speaks to us if we encounter something like this. Yeah, you know? 
Well, I was thinking about Keanu Reeves and why everybody loves him so much, what he's so loved. He's kind of loved. Everybody always speaks about him as being like the greatest guy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I think the reason for that is just he's so um almost invisible, nondescript, kind of just there. Right. He doesn't force his personality on anybody. He's just kind of I mean, yeah, he's yeah. not like Mahatma Gandhi or anything. I mean, just because he ha- lives in a small apartment, you don't, have, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't have to praise him for 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 anything, but it's just his extreme ordinariness. Right. That's why people like him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think she's a bit like that too, Trinity. She's just kind of like she's like your mom, right? She's like a nice mom, like a good mom. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and he's I like know. The, a good dad. They're like. A good, the kind of cool dad you'd want to have and who's also empathetic and uh, but uh can be tough if he has to and wow yeah now you derailed all my thoughts because i was like up here and now you say oh that's it's just like a mother daddy issue that i have with those there's those things but maybe it's like this you know maybe it's the appeal that that they rep- represent ideal parents or something maybe yeah yeah or just Just like 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 or ordinary ordinary, if you can get the archetype just to be ordinary people, people relate to that. That's actually what McLuhan would say in terms of cool media. A cool media character is just like everybody else, right? And he makes you he makes you feel at ease because he's like you and like your neighbor and like yeah. Whereas yeah. a hot media character is is like somebody very jarring and very controversial and somebody. Like who, who has a metric who disturbs you in some kind of a way. That's a hot media character. So he said Kennedy was like a cool media character and Nixon was all like fire and brimstone, right? All heat. But you used the word asymmetric before, you know, like half an hour ago. Is it like, would you say that an asymmetric, like a hot media person would be asymmetric? Uh, yes. Well, probably yeah, yeah, a hot media person would, would, would be, would, would disrupt, be disrupt the system a little bit. Right. Yeah, like like yeah, like uh, Joaquin Phoenix in the infamous Letterman interview where he, you know, pretended to give up acting and like was not responsive to the question. Have you seen that interview? That yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he was like completely disruptive of the whole process. Yeah, and I, I like Bob Dylan's early interviews. People are asking him question, weird questions, and he just responds in this kind of like farcical way that people say, like, how many folk singers they are are like you? And he says. Uh, he thinks for a second and he says, oh, 32. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he just answers, he answers deadpan kind of like uh, uh, just because because he's ma- he's making a farce <clears throat> of the farce. Like yeah, he's, yeah. he's making a farce of the whole situation. So that's his way, the way he breaks up that kind of matrix. Right. And, and people are like, oh, that's like some new information here. I mean, the, the interesting um, thing is maybe, maybe, you know, I sorry to to go back to this, but this movie um, um, "Don't Look Up" with Leonardo DiCaprio, so that it got really bad reviews, and people and they said it's a bad satire. But the problem is that it's not a satire; it's a farce. Uh-huh. You know, it's a, and so. But if you look at the movie as a farce, it's a great movie. If you look at it as a satire, it misses certain elements, and it's a bad satire. So I think the advertisement was somewhat wrong with that movie you know because oh, so they gave they they falsely led people into expecting something it to be some something some satire which is like super over the top funny with some dark overtones but no the movie was just a farce like the way we actually deal with uh climate change is a farce you know mm-hmm. yeah. and so maybe if if we want to address like the matrix the, the new movies like what kind of a movie like as a as a piece what is it is it a farce Because it's not an action movie. Yeah, well, maybe that's why that's why it's getting some bad reviews because 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 people were expecting uh, something to be kind of to, it, it, they were expecting it to have something to, revolutionary to say. Right. Where, where the if it does have something revolutionary to say, it's like um, repetition of the same. Uh, um, I mean, maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's, it's, it's a meta commentary on itself. <laughs> um, maybe it's a farce. Like our lives is a farce, you know, mm-hmm. because like, you know. Well, well there's what? definitely an ironic quality to, to, to pre- you know, most of the stuff that goes on in it, isn't it? Isn't there? Yeah. You know, 
you know, they're, 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 it's like, it's like there's a self-consciousness. They're watching themselves do the thing at the same time as they're doing it. Right. And there, and there's kind of a, an ironic humor that is like second degree seems right. like when he's in the, again, when he's in the dojo doing all these martial arts, it's like, we know this is bullshit. Right. Yeah. And then let's make it so full of bullshit that, you know, we just blow it up at the end. Yeah. Yeah, when or when May, uh, when Morpheus entered the first time, and and you know, like in the yellow suit, and 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 wanted to repeat the things that the original uh, Morpheus said, and then he said, "Oh no, that doesn't work," and you know, it was a was a callback, but you know, let's let's move on. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, and so yeah, and there's also the idea that uh, the the interesting idea that I guess the martial arts is again the youthfulness of the Matrix is all about. Is the physicality of the martial arts itself, right. and then the middle age power is just like it's like I guess in in Tai, in tai Chi you have these pushing hands where just the energy is, yeah. is what is what uh, moves the the scene or what breaks the scene up rather than having to use any any physical uh, force. Yeah, but again, the interesting the spiritual is, force maybe or yeah, um, but the interesting thing still is that you know he just released John Wick part three the next john wick part four which is like a kung fu martial arts extravaganza will come soon so everybody knows that kenny reeves can do it mm -hmm, in his mm -hmm. age mm -hmm, yeah so, so why did he do why did they decide to make like only this force field thing which is like kind of lame if you think about this you know Yeah. Well, well, I you know, but I, but I, but I, but I, I think that's. I don't think that was lame. I think that that was clever. All right. Okay. Because that that's breaking through the mechanistic uh, uh, thing, and, and that that's also explains the power of let's say middle age rather than the power of youth. Oh, right. We don't have this physical power anymore. Right. But we have the spiritual power. Right. Interesting. Um, and so, so, so it, it would seem kind of if, if he had to do all his martial arts moves, we know that that was a little bit fake because he's not uh, Conor McGregor or whatever anymore. Right. right? <laughs> you can't do that anymore. You can't do that when you're that age. You can fake it. And then I'm sure the John Wick series is they'll, they'll show Keanu Reeves kind of faking it. They'll have to they'll have to get an extra to do a lot of the things. I don't think so. I think he still can do those things. Oh, sure. Well, he's probably in great shape, but but that's not the point is, is that you, yeah. you can't, you can't be a, a, you know, at the top of your game at that age. Um, so you can't pretend that you, you are, unless you move into the more, uh, let's say refined, like Tai Chi spiritual kind of, kind of, it has to be, it has to move from uh, Kung Fu right into, into, into Tai Chi, yeah. which is also the move from the masculine to the feminine. I remember this guy who founded Aikido, Right when he was young, he had this incredibly muscular body. Yeah. And when and when he was like 90, he was saying, "My body is like a woman. It's just fluid. It's just, wow. like, mm. you know." So it's this movement from the being mechanical to being more fluid. Yeah. Um, and 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 you know, using physical, gross mechanical structures, and then the transformation of that those into, um, you know, into fluid subtle um and ultimately more powerful uh structures so andrew matrix four the last meaningful movie yes or no uh well you know that's again <laughs> what you're doing is 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 you're doing what the matrix is doing you're you're you're, you're it's a it's an irony right <laughs> you know it's like it's a self-reflection it's the last movie some dramatic you know yeah But uh, you know, there always be more movies, of course. But uh, but 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 well, I, I do think there's there's the movie industry in general puts out a lot of crap. Like, I mean, maybe it always did, but 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 the the, the creative aspect of film um, is lacking probably because people are are, are 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 again used to using just formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and and they can and, and they've again they've they uh, like like the last scene that you mentioned in the Matrix. Yeah. It's become a neural, you know. We know what turns people on. We do that, yeah. And then we make shitloads of money, and that's most of cinema these days. 
it's oh. most of music as well and music like and, and, after, and most after of 30 our... years of rock and roll and pop music they know so, exactly what hooks they need and with, with musical structures in order mm -hmm. to create the next rihanna or you know the next yeah Britney Spears song but then there is still a creative thing that happens with, uh, with the people who are not part of that right who are not part of that matrix right and that's the that's the cutting edge yeah so there'll probably be always a, a, a movie every year that is, is a little bit different that has something to say. And, um, it's not definitely, we're not in a period of golden creativity in cinema for sure. No, we're, no. We're, 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 you know, um, maybe though, I don't know. I don't know what's next. You never know. Right. But Well, you know, death. Yeah, but I mean, the, the death has to happen for the new thing to emerge. Yes. So, yes. so we can we can always, you know, we can even celebrate the death of it and say, oh, that's great, because <laughs> something new is going to emerge from that. We don't have to be like, oh, we're in this meaning crisis. It's terrible. And we're stuck here. And, you know. All right, Andrew, I think we got it. We got an hour. Yeah, that was fun. Yes. 